While God created the world, the morning stars sang together. After God delivered Israel through the Red Sea, Moses and Miriam led the people in singing. God destroyed Israel's enemies under King Jehoshaphat while the choir sang. When Jesus was born, the angels sang, and before going to the cross, he sang. God rejoices over us with singing, and one of the only things we know for certain that everyone will be doing in heaven is singing. At New St. Andrews College, we understand that music is not an elective. It is central to our being and identity. We endeavor to train all our students in a joyful and robust musical literacy that will help them shape culture in a Christ-like direction wherever they go. Additionally, we offer the Certificate of Music in conjunction with our bachelor's degree in liberal arts and culture for students who desire extra music training beyond the regular music courses they will take as a part of the core curriculum. In the certificate program, you won't simply appreciate music or listen to it or talk about it. You will do music. You will study it, analyze it, read it, write it, sing it, and play it. You will receive private instruction in your primary instrument as well as secondary lessons in voice, piano, conducting, and other instruments. You will receive a solid foundation in music theory and analysis. You will study music history, church music, and music pedagogy. And when you graduate, you will leave with the ability to sing, play, understand, and steward music in whatever church or community you plant yourself. I'm Dr. David Erb, and this is the Certificate of Music at New St. Andrews College. It's like evening news meets Star Wars. <laughs> Meets Meets Christmas. A bar. Meets Christmas. <laughs> mm. Mm. Here we go. Oh yeah. Get ready for it. I'm with this. Get ready for it. <laughs> You're with this. I'm ready to drink a beer right now. <laughs> you want me to tap yeah, it? Yeah, let's tap All it. Alright. It's beer and advent. But we have the song. Yep. Man. Wow. <laughs> oh my goodness. Mm, glory. Uh this this beer is uh from our friends in uh Portland, Vancouver area. Well, thank you. It was in Portland. It was probably illegally shipped. <laughs> well because it came from a commie state. Praise God. America. Praise, Praise God. America. God. <laughs> Praise God. <laughs> no king but Jesus. Amen. That's that. right. Hey y'all, welcome to Cross Politics. It is Beer and Advent, actually. Not, not just beer and songs, but beer and Advent. You know, I've show. decided, right. I, I talked to our producer, and I've decided that from now on until the end of Advent, we're going to be playing um, uh, Wow, Messiah. Oh, who when? handles Messiah? We're going to play Handles Messiah for, for the show. So, man, the show's going to sound different. It's every Wednesday. Day. Beer and Advent. Pastor Toby Chuck Knox on the Water Boy. It's good to be with you. The mission of Armored Republic is still. To honor Christ by equipping free men with tools wow. of liberty necessary to preserve God-given rights. In the Armored Republic, there's no king but Christ. We are free craftsmen. Body armor is a tool of liberty. We create tools of liberty. Free men must remain ever vigilant against tyranny wherever it appears. God has given us the tools of liberty needed to defend the rights he has bestowed on us. Armored Republic is honored to offer Man. you those tools. So visit them today at AR, the number 500-500-armor.com. And they have all sorts of Christmas specials going on right now. Yeah. I just Some want you to know that Christmas you read specials. that different. Cheers yeah, you did. Cheers you did. Cheers. Cheers. We're going to have more of that. Man, this is like, like chewing wheat. 
Mm, That's good. Mm. That's good. All right. So there is... There's all sorts of news going on. We actually had an interview on Monday and an interview on Tuesday, so we haven't really been able to yeah. hit the news uh, really for a week and a half because we right. Thanksgiving and so forth. I know. Um, I mean, <laughs> is there anything going on? Stuff, all, all sorts of stuff. You know, yeah. uh, uh, Elon Musk getting attacked by Apple. Apple's talking mm-hmm. about you know yeah. uh, maybe kicking uh, Elon or Twitter out of the yeah. uh, the App Store. Kanye West uh, is meeting with Trump and then walking out on Tim on Pool Tim with some racist oh, folks. Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! <laughs> yeah, that's uh, really interesting that um, Twitter is considering kicking Elon out of the App Store because no, I think Apple. He, uh, I'm sorry, Apple. Yeah, Twitter, Twitter's going to kick him out. Uh, wow, <laughs> he wow. Bought it. They <laughs> wish they could. Tweet, yeah. uh, some of the employees wish, but no. The fact that he decided not to do um, take his eight dollar um, blue check, check yep. off of the app store yep. or outside the app store and purchase on a website or something. The fact that he decided to put that inside of the app store and let them have thirty percent of that, I think, was an extended. Um, oh yeah. Uh, you know, hey, let's, like, work okay, let's work together. Yeah. I think we can work 100%. together. Benefit both of us. Yeah, I think I, th- I thought that was an olive branch extension, yeah. but I think they're like, you know what? No. The government has its hooks in us. Yeah, right. Big time. <laughs> yeah. Big time. Right. You got, uh, and then so what's interesting also about the whole Apple Twitter thing is Elon, when he purchased Twitter, one of the things he's working hard on to clean up and has already cleaned up a lot of it is uh, child pornography on Twitter. Yeah, and apparently, are you serious? Yeah. Apparently, at some point, hashtags were allowed to trend under the old leadership where child pornography was in those hashtags, was trending in those hashtags. Really? Oh. Um, and, and then now you got uh, Apple. All of a sudden, um, you know, when there's child pornography, apparently pretty, pretty flowing in, in Twitter, Apple didn't do anything about it. Right. Elon buys Twitter. And now Apple's concerned. Right. And Elon cleaned up child pornography. Yeah, he's cleaning it out. Right. And, they're, they're, and, and then you got... Uh, so are, Apple, they, are they upset that or the what do they say? Oh, you I think longer. No, no, they're upset at Elon for all the free speech stuff, and he's fixing to release a Kraken. Um, right, right, he's got yeah. he's got a report coming out on all, how Twitter suppressed information. Yeah, free and speech. apparently that report is going to include government interference and Twitter interference in elections. Yeah, don't we kind of know that though from the report that the leaked emails that talked about? Well, they said they they did it, but he's I think going to actually drop like yeah. data, like here's like the actual receipts. Here's the crack. Here's what they actually did. I wish Trump would have let release the cracking, <laughs> you know. But Twitter is going to release. Why don't you cracking one more nope. time? And nope. then you got Apple, who back in 2016-15 signed a 250 million dollar bill with China's government, right? China's government, right? Right now, and then you have Apple. Uh, also, and um, just recently, they reworked their latest update. Only affected China and AirDrop. So in China now, AirDrop, you gotta reconnect every ten minutes now. Why? Is it, why are they worried about AirDrop in China? Because uh, AirDrop was a key way of communicating. Because you can't really communicate on social media because China can track that. So it was like the, it was like the free like man's underground free railroad. Free man's underground railroad. Oh. <laughs> For the protests. For the, for the protesters. protesters. Against the, the COVID fascism. Yep. And Apple, in their latest update, it only affected China and their airdrop. Wow. That every 10 minutes, you got to reconnect your airdrop. Wow. You know, can know. we just say these folks would have been, wow. been on the wrong side of slavery. Oh, 100%. You know what I mean? Like, it's just clear. Well, I mean, Apple's using slavery. They're using the airdrops. <laughs> the, I mean, the Uyghurs. The Uyghurs. I, di- I digress. You're right. Yeah. But what... All this, all this news. What was that? I, I, I got you. Just, so you just hit the commie. Back, you just hit the commie button. Back. <laughs> welcome back. Yeah, yeah we're, welcome. we're back in 1860 again. Welcome back. <laughs> welcome back. That's right. Welcome back. 
And so you all this information, all this news, and 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 just this weird twisted. Uh, you know, Apple's now apparently, you know, they weren't had, they didn't have a problem with child pornography, but they have a problem with Elon Musk and and, sure. and free speech. And then you got Apple supporting China and Fine being with, on the yeah, CCP side of Chinese things. oppression. Yeah, it, but it, it, we you more you started going down this line of uh, um, there's this uh, Yuri Bezmenov. Yeah, woo, that was a good word. <laughs> it's actually a name. And, and you it's actually did, a name. You didn't even say it in your accent, uh-uh. which is really good. <laughs> Uh, proud of you, bro. He was this defector, Soviet journalist, former KGB informant. Uh, he defected to Canada. The U.S. helped him he defect. Actually, he actually fell in love with India and the people there, their food and their culture, and that's what caused him to defect. Oh, really? It was the beauty of the culture of it's India like that King he was Solomon's like, castle. He yeah. was like, oh, my goodness. Like, yeah, and so right. he knew, yeah, so he defected because he's like, he didn't want what the Soviets were bringing to destroy that culture. Mm. Well, so he was. <laughs> it's crazy. Wow. Obviously, he's There's a more Soviet, about that Soviet later. journalist and, and everything. Yeah. Well, he has this um, ideological subversion model. So you remember we had Vody Bakuman. We talked about jamming. Desensitizing, uh, desensitizing jamming, jamming, and conversion. conversion okay? yeah, right. uh, that was really helpful. I think this has kind of similar application how to help kind of think through um, uh, and our current circumstances and, and how where we're at. And so he can, he has this ideological subversion model. It's also known as the Soviet subversion model. And and, and there's four. Uh, and I'll have I'll bring it up here in a minute. But I want to summarize it here. There's four steps: demoralization, destabilization, crisis, and then normalization. Mm-hmm. So basically. Um, uh, a subversion model to to make your country more communist or to, to, to convert it into the kind of communist culture that you want. Marxist Leninist culture that that yeah. they you want, and this is what Russia was doing as a way of getting into cultures and to defeat their enemies without using military force. Demoralize. Yep. Yeah. So ideological subversion starts with demoralization, destabilize, destabilization, yep. crisis, crisis, and, and then normalization. normalization. And you can, and he'll, we'll talk about it in a second, but you can just see the pattern yeah. work its way out in Nazi Germany. You know, think of where was the crisis before the crisis of the constitution, the crisis that, um, uh, uh, Hitler used to be able to take on more power. He used health, health and medical crisis and so forth. Uh, anyways, so let's start with number one. Here's uh, Yuri defining uh, number one, demoralization. Uh, the first one being demoralization. It takes from 15 to 20 years to demoralize a nation. Why that many years? Because this is the minimum number of years which requires to uh, educate one generation of students in the country of, of, of your enemy exposed to the ideology of the enemy. In other words, Marxism-Leninism ideology is being pumped into the soft heads of, of, of at least three generations of American students without being challenged or counterbalanced by the basic values of Americanism, American patriotism. The demoralization process in the United States is basically completed already. Uh, for the last 25 years, actually it's overfulfilled because uh, demoralization now reaches such areas where previously not even Comrade Andropov and, and all his experts would, would even dream of such a tremendous success. Most of it is done by Americans to Americans, thanks to lack of moral standards. As I mentioned before, uh, exposure to true information does not matter anymore. Mm. A person who was demoralized is unable to assess true information. The facts tell nothing to him. Uh, even if I shower him with information, with, with authentic proof, with documents, with pictures, 
Even if I take him by force to the Soviet Union and show him concentration camp, he will refuse to believe it until he, he is going to receive a kick in, the, in his fat bottom. <laughs> when a military boot crashes his balls, then he will understand, but not before that. That's the tragic of the situation of demoralization. <laughs> wow. That's pretty That's amazing. That's what you got to wait for. By the time they're close enough to put their foot on, on your, your bottoms, bottoms yeah. it's too late. Right. Yeah. You don't oh, get yeah. it. You don't get past. I mean, this that is one. China, right? Right now. Well, this is. They're finally. Some China's waking up, and they're and they're protesting, and they're getting the Chinese foot on their bottom. Yeah, they're getting a lot more <laughs> than the bottom, <laughs> right? Um, when I heard him talk about this, uh, he said, "This is, by the way, I want to say the date of this is 1984. Yeah, this interview is 1984. So this is not Orwell. Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the fact that he starts with demoralization is really interesting to me because I started thinking about the fact of, well, what is, what is it that I'm moralizing my kids with?" Because I think it's a lot of times we think about the defense of like how do we keep our kids from bad things, and yeah. I'll talk about that in a second. Right. But I'm thinking about what is it, what kind of morality am I building into my kids to have? Yeah. Just to give you an example, the other day I was listening, I was watching the show with Jason Whitlock, and he had the um, Hebrew Israelite bishop on there. Yeah. And I was listening to it in the house, and my daughter, my oldest daughter, was walking around, and she's brushing her teeth, and not really paying attention to too much, and hearing him talk about how Solomon was black, and I'm comely and all this stuff like that. And she's like, she just walks by and says, oh my goodness, poetry, my guy, and walks by and goes and finish brushing her teeth. And I was just thinking like that quick, she was able to, to hear what he was saying, see how he was not processing the scriptures properly because he doesn't know how to read the literature yeah. and then able to give a response that quick. And it was so encouraging. And I'm yeah. like, man, how many other things do I need to be fueling my kids with so that there yeah. was, that wasn't something that was going to infiltrate or become attractive to her because she already had a solid foundation and understanding of the kind of context and scripture she's reading and mm-hmm. what the text was and what Solomon was intending to say, how he's missing it. And her retort and retort and uh, rhetoric was really good. <laughs> like, right. And it was just like, you know, as nothing, but because we aren't filling our kids with a certain type of biblical morality and justice and foundation rooted in the word of God, then our kids are susceptible to almost anything that is demoralizing. And, and yeah, I think it's, I think it's important to know, like I, the, we usually, we often use the word demoralized to mean like, just be discouraged. Right. Right. Um, and he's using this word, if I'm understanding him correctly, more in a um, kind of literal sense of yes. actually having your morals stripped. That's exactly from you. right. That's exactly um, right. That's and, and that's yeah. why you're immediately thinking, not just like, how can I encourage my kids? Right. But, but actually, or defend against stuff getting yeah, to them. But, but, it's, but I think, but in fact, those things are related. Um, there's, you have joy yeah. because you have the joy of the Lord. Because yeah. you're yeah. walking in the light, yeah. because your sins are forgiven, because you know what obedience is, you know what good morals are yeah. in Christ. Yeah. And I know they're covenant members who need to be right. taught and discipled. Right, but if you, but if you, <laughs> but if you don't, easy there, Knox. Um, if you don't, um, you know, then then you are in fact demoralizing your kids. Yeah. That's right. Um, That's right. And, and you or letting them be demoralized. Right. Uh, because you're not actually bringing them up in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. And notice that he hasn't understands with the time frame demoralization takes about 20 years because yeah. 15 what, to 25 years. The way he's the talking about he is uh-huh. he's talking about educating them in a new yeah. religion. Right. 
He's talking about stripping them of an old religion yep. because you can't get the new folks, the old folks. They already got that built in. Right. He's mm-hmm. talking about stripping the old religion out, replacing it with something new so that you can move and manipulate people to a whole new different place. Right. It, what and is, what, what specifically, so he gives that bandwidth 15 to 25 years and he says because it touches three generations. Right. Right. And, Which is pretty incredible. So, it's so, interesting to think about that. So, so when we talk about fighting where we're currently at and dealing with the issues where we're currently at, if he says in 1984 that demoralization has already taken place yeah. in America, yeah. right. then, <laughs> yeah. okay, right. so then what do you think you're going to do that is going to be short term to take it away? It doesn't happen like that. You understand the yeah. fight you're in is at least a three or four generation fight. Right. You're getting, not in a getting Trump fight. Reelected but is not going to. It's fix not going to fix the problem. <laughs> right. Saving marriage is not going to fix the problem. Yeah. Right. But you yeah. can take your kids out of the public school now. That's, that, right. that's well. If you want to get a jump or start on what's right. about to happen here, right. you want to have a. You can. You, you can. You know. Uh, turn off stupid movies and, and, uh, and TV shows. Yeah. Well, you, and that's you can. You can cut off. The influence of the world, in at least in its most toxic forms. To, to me, this is the most important point about his, his whole four. Is the demoralization. The demoralization to uh-huh. me is because um, one of the things that we say constantly is like when people say, oh, my goodness, the trans stuff in schools is bad. Oh, we got to win the schools. It's like, yep. they're going to have our kids. And we all say they're not going to have ours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not, we don't even flinch it. Like, I not feel mine. bad for people who are saying, oh, my goodness, I got to go to the school board and yeah. argue with them about what my kids can be taught. Yeah. Yeah. And we are like, poor thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, shame on you. Right. Yeah. Why are you fighting? These are your kids. And so for me, if we win this, if you have a man that has solid morals, who is who is founded in God's law, who's not stealing, who, you know, like Nicodemus says, I pay back to every man that I've taken from, you know. Zacchaeus. Zac- I'm sorry, Zacchaeus. <laughs> Nicodemus. Nicodemus. That was John 3. It was Nicodemus, <laughs> that one time he talked to Zacchaeus, and that's how Zacchaeus, <laughs> oh, they was friends. Oh, yeah. And when they had yeah. that beer on Psalm Wednesday. I mean, they, they, were, um, they were contemporaries. So. Yeah, yeah, sorry, sorry. But, but, but one of the things that, when you have a man that's living in inside of God's standard and inside of God's law, all of a sudden you have a man that can't be tempted by the world. The world, what did you say? The devil came and found nothing in me. But our problem is that if the devil comes, there's so much in us because we've already been discipled and given up those solid biblical foundations Mm -hmm. that that wouldn't allow those things to tempt us. So uh, I was thinking, uh, you know, kind of a modern example of demoralization we're already talking about is the public schools. Um, that's it. And, and yeah. he, you know, that takes 20 years. Just give give your kids over to the public schools for 20 years. That's three generations. Right. Because it takes, um, you know, uh, in, in 20 years, you have uh, one set graduates, another set graduates and the other one starts school. Yeah, that's what it takes 20 years. It's crazy. And then you have but what the public schools part of the demoralization, all this, you have no vision, no hope. You have the dehumanization happening in public schools. The teaching of evolution, not 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 um uh we're we're just we're just stardust. You have exp- um, and then he says he ends with um you even if you try to expose them to the truth. This is this is one of the most <laughs> crazy <laughs> thing. They can't get it. They can't get but it. But that also works the other way around, <laughs> right? It's true. Like if you are training your kids up in the truth, in the Word of God, guess what? There's a defense there against they can lies. Readily identify untruths. But if you aren't considering yeah. your kids to be a part of the body, and yep. you and you think of them as little socialists, yeah, um, instead of little disciples, yeah, and you don't baptize them, your kids are susceptible to that type of ideology uh-huh. because you haven't instituted a biblical ideology. I don't even like to use that word for biblical biblical worldview and principles yeah, right. because you don't consider them to be part of the body. Right, yep. right. So number two. So he goes on to destabilization. Number two. The next stage is destabilization. 
This time, subverter does not care about your ideas and the patterns of your consumption. Whether you eat junk food and get fat and flabby, it doesn't matter anymore. This time, and it takes only from two to five years to destabilize a nation, uh, it's, what, what matters is essentials, economy, foreign relations, defense systems. Uh, and you can see it quite clearly that in some areas, uh, in such sensitive areas as, as uh, defense and economy, uh, the uh, influence of Marxist-Leninist ideas in the United States is absolutely fantastic. I, I could never believe it 14 years ago when I landed uh, in this part of the world that the process will go that fast. Mm. Wow. All that matters is foreign affairs and economy. Yeah. Where are we at right and now? And defense. Yeah. yeah, and defense. That's, yeah. All, that's, all, that's all we talk about. And so what gets the Republicans all excited? Defense, we, we, you know, foreign affairs, we got... That's only Ukraine war. How, how your personal responsibility, your individual responsibility to make sure you stay healthy, manage your own health, those things, those things aren't important. No. The only thing important is those things with the federal government. You move from individuals who have covenant with each other to everything is the federal government now. Right. You're and destabilized. To, and so you think of the two Biden. Two to five years? The Biden, yeah, two to five years. Well, that's because you've already been set up. But we, that's, yeah. what, that's what the demoralization does. It sets you up. For that two to five year process. And it seems to me that part of the, the point, if I'm following him rightly here, is as soon as you're demoralized, you don't, you can't tell what's important or not anymore. Yeah. The facts right. don't matter yeah. anymore. Right. And right. so destabilization is basically getting you to bark whenever they say bark. Uh-huh. Right. Whenever, so they say economy, uh, defense, ah, yeah. um, the inflation, Ukraine, econ- you know, these, and they can, global warming. And the, and, the, and the news media can just bounce back and forth from these things, and everybody barks. Yeah. Right. We're all Pavlov's dogs. You know, Pat, and, that's a really good point. You brought this up we're when, all on Pavlov's the immigration. Dogs. You wow. brought this up on the immigration stuff. It's like, well, what happens if they drop a bunch of people into your lap? You're like, well, I'm not, I'm not barking, I'm not jumping. Right. I'm going to, I'm going to, Keep doing, keep doing what I'm doing. <laughs> keep, keep doing what I'm yeah. doing. Right, yeah. because yeah. That's and, right. and that's a that's local right. covenantal engagement that um, sees how the world is supposed to operate versus, oh, what's going on at the right. federal government level? Right. Well, you don't, and, and the point here is, again, you, you don't have to be destabilized. Right. If, if, you, right. If, if, you have, if, you, if your heart is clean before God because you've confessed your sins and in the blood of Jesus has cleansed mm-hmm. you, then you're in the light and you can see clearly. Yes. And when they say, you know, Ukraine, China, inflation, Biden yep. this, yep. Trump that, whatever, um, you can say, okay, that's interesting. Um, you know, file, then I'll put that over there, but I've got a lot of important things to be doing. Yeah. That's right. Um, yeah. I, I have a wife to love. Yep. Um, I have a husband to to respect. I have children to raise. I have a business to run. I have a church to be involved in, a school to run, um, a local community to love and serve. And in in my spare time, I'll look into some of these other things. And and, I'll vote. And if there's there's (laughs) something for me to do about it, I'll do it. But I'm not going to bark. I'm not. You you can't get me um, uh, to, to salivate just because you put this, you know. Um, panic button on the screen. Yeah. Well, here's here's one of the things I I thought he maybe was a little short on his analysis on this point because he talks about economy, defense, foreign affairs, where those are kind of yeah. desta- uh, excuse me destabilization areas. Um, but I also thought like like social um, regulation, um, social laws are a big way of destabilizing stabilizing, um, societies. Mm. So I was thinking like a Burgerfell drag queen, you know, I don't think events, the, I, no, I, stuff I, I like do, that. I that's all. I think that's part of the destabilization no, of the process. No, I don't think because it's because you've been demoralized. Yeah. No, I think that's normalization. I think it's his fourth point. I think it's his fourth oh, point. <laughs> I do. Yeah. I think by the time you start making laws, 
you've already won. It could be both. <laughs> it could be both. Because because destabilization, part of destabilization is you're starting to give them pornography. Or you're starting to to give them unlimited access to the immorality that you kind of set them up for, Ultimate, number one. Ultimately, uh, I think I agree with you. Destabilization is the complete um, inept of the family to be able to do what it needs to do normal in society. That yeah. is destabilization. Yeah. When you don't have children that obey parents, when you don't have husbands that love their wives, and you have yeah. divorce now creeping in, and you have yeah. roles now reversing— you, that's, I agree with you. The codifying of laws is definitely well, the normalization for sure. Destabilization is the family not being able to operate as it should in society. And so the federal government has to then become the new head of the family. Yeah. That's ultimately the final yeah, outcome right. and, of and the government in my head. I'll tell you that right now. And when you when you demoralize and everybody uh-huh. loses their roles and responsibility, the final the, the ultimate outcome from that is destabilization. And you use that yeah. to create crisis from yeah. it. OK, so, yep. Number three gets right into crisis. Uh, the next stage, of course, is crisis. It, it, it may take only up to six weeks to, to bring a country to the verge of crisis. You can see it in, in Central America now. And I wish uh, there was so much to hear, but we, th- he has this whole clip. We should probably put in the notes. It's about an hour and 15 minutes long. But crisis is really simple. Right, crisis is just that. When State you, of emergency. Right. For, for when emergency. What, what, what happened recently? I'm declaring an emergency. But we've had so many <laughs> crises before that one. Right. Right. We've been having um, a fatherhood crisis before that. Right. We've had yeah. no, we've no, had no. a drug it's crisis. Not a, it's not a crisis oh. until they say it's a crisis. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Well, we had a drug crisis. They said that was a crisis. Global warming's right. crisis. <laughs> but I mean, we, we've had. We've had so many more. We've had a race issues and crisis in America, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Anything that they can do because that's helping. To manipulate you. And of course, Hillary Clinton, Rahm Emanuel, never waste a crisis. The crisis, is the whole goal and point of a crisis is to make you cry out for a savior. Yep. Make you cry out for a we God. We need help. We are so messed up. It's uh-huh. the it's their form of bringing you to repentance. Right. It's their version of law before gospel. That's what the crisis that's right. is. That's right. And then you, you cry out to the state. That's right. Yeah. That's right. To and save you. Rather than. Christ, rather than God, right. rather than looking to His Word, rather than looking to His um, His solutions that He gives, depending on what the situation is, they get you repent to the wrong way. Yeah. You're right. But a lot of these crises are really made up. Yeah, I mean, I mean, there are yeah. or there are elements of truth that yeah. they're blowing out of proportion. Yeah, but again, that's Satan's best play. Go back to demoralization yeah. and destabilization. You can't tell. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. You, you could. That's right. That's you, right. you can't yeah. tell. You, you wouldn't know. You, you can't tell where the real crisis is. It's a lot of smoke and mirrors. And all you know is you're fearful. And you're emotional. And, but this goes back to demoralization again. Yeah. If you're in your sins, you're that's guilty. Right. That's right. And if you're guilty, you're afraid. You're scared. You're scared. Yeah. Um. That's the pa- the power of of Satan is in in causing you to be afraid. Yeah. Because you're you know you're guilty. Right. Um, he, that's, 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 right. that's his power. Mm. Um, and that's why, again, you need, you want to be free. You got to confess your sins. Repent. You, you want to be free. You got to come clean Let it go. so that there's no, you, you know, that they don't have anything on that's you. Right. That's Br- right. Bring it that's in. Right. I've already confessed it. I've yeah. confessed it to God. I confessed it to my wife. Right. I confessed it to whoever Amen. I need to confess it to or repented it. You know, bring all of it up. Yeah. Bring all of it up. You got, uh, yeah. You I can't throw anything you know, at me because no. Jesus died. For and that's right. something that you only learn inside of teaching your kids morals, right? Like that, so yeah. when the demoralizing, it doesn't have any effect on right. your kids because you've taught them, well, when we sin, what do we do with sin? We confess it. We yeah. confess our Get sin. clean. Yeah. So then nobody has anything on us. Go ahead. Right. That's right. Oh, uh, well, we're just going to go from go, there. Yeah, okay. The drop wave. Crisis, normalization, drop wave. That's right. Do you have a podcast? <laughs> I haven't got to number four yet. Are Look you, at the number okay. four. All right. All right. Drop wave. Are you starting one? A podcast? 
does your church have a podcast feed for sermons? When we first started talking about cross politic, that's what I thought podcasts only were, were sermons <laughs> online. I was like, Gabe wants me to preach to him and we're going to record it. In a room. In a room. By ourselves. Okay. Oh, no wonder why you signed up. I'm like, okay, great. That makes I'll sense do it. Now. I'll do it. That actually makes sense. Agreed. The Dropwave IO, Dropwave IO is for you. Cancel culture is like walking on a thin glass bridge over the Grand Canyon. Yeah. Whoa. Ooh. Every step you take gets you killed. I mean, canceled. Yep. Since the beginning, CrossPolitik has been working on being anti-fragile, so no matter what happens, our content can still be delivered to your TV and your podcast, even if the Chinese government is in charge. That's why we aren't on TikTok. This past year, the Waterboy and his friend Jeremy have been working on building a podcast hosting solution for rowdy platforms like CrossPolitik so that you can be confident your podcast will never fall through that glass bridge. Oh, I see what you did there. Yeah. Dropwave offers seamless onboarding for shows that have been around for years to easy-to-use solutions for starting your own podcast. Dropwave will track all your show's downloads by city, state, and country, and it offers network and enterprise packages for solutions mm. like the Fight, Laugh, Feast No network. one's doing that. Free to speak, free to podcast, free to start your journey now at dropwave.io. All right, you got number okay, four. Okay, so number four, normalization. And after crisis, with a violent change of, of power, structure, and economy, you have so-called the period of normalization. It may last indefinitely. Normalization is a cynical expression borrowed from Soviet propaganda. Mm. When the Soviet tanks moved into Czechoslovakia in 68, Comrade Brezhnev said, now the situation in brotherly Czechoslovakia is normalized. <laughs> this is what will happen in the United States if you allow all these schmucks to bring the country to crisis. Wow. To all promise people all kind of goodies and the paradise on earth. Oh, uh, to, to destabilize your uh, economy, to eliminate the principle of free market competition, and to put a big brother government in Washington, D.C., with the benevolent dictators like Walter Mondale, who will promise lots of things, never mind whether the promises are fulfillable or not. Wow. When you're wow. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll promise so you eerie. all kinds of goodies. Yeah. yeah. Paradise on earth. Yes. Yeah. You know? Yes. Um, like, like pornography everywhere. Yeah. Everyone like gets minimum wage. Marijuana for everyone. Yep. And let's raise that minimum wage. Yeah. 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 Guaranteed income. There we go. Right. right. After every crisis, everyone should be looking around and say, okay, yeah. So then what is the new normal What now? are they trying yeah. to normal? Well, like, just yesterday yeah. they passed the Disrespect for Marriage Act. Right. Yeah. That's what it right. is. Yeah. Right. That's exactly Crisis right. is over. Uh -huh. Don't worry. Gay mirage. So I think, um, actually, this next clip by him. By the way, I, I, before you say that next clip, I got to yeah. say this, Gabe. This is where the laws come in, like Pastor Toby was That's saying. right. That's right. This, we, is, right. this is where I think the laws begin because yeah. now what you're saying. Obergefell, 2015. It's, it's, it's normalized yeah. because Mitt Romney can vote for it now. Yeah. yeah. And so right. but, you know, and, and rep Republicans can yeah. vote for it now. <laughs> It's normalized. Wow. David French can defend wow. it now. Yeah. Normalized. So you remember right. that. So he's talking about, if this is 1984, remember Roe v. Wade? 
or oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, 1973. Right? There's certain yep. things that start. What's been amazing, and the only thing that I think has kept us from other nations is the fact that America has such a Christian yeah. foundation and background. Right. That people, and that it, it really did have a very local engagement in its founding. So that it really wasn't dependent on the federal government for a lot. And then as time went on, we've moved closer and closer to that. But we haven't been able to completely been broken down because we're not united as one whole center around federalism. And there's been a moral compass. There's been been a basic Christian um, morality and morale. Which is why slavery ended people. Right, right. Which That's the only reason people fought against it the way right. they did is because of like, wait a second, right. is that right. Christianity? Isn't right. that what's running here in America? Right. Yeah. Well, if Christianity's the case. But this is why we keep going back to you can't be conservative if um, if two dudes is, is a marriage. Yeah, right. right. You can't. Uh, and, and the point is, is you can't see clearly. Right. You can't you can't right. see clearly. You're yeah. you're accepting lies. Right. And now, you know, but I you know, we, we talked to Michael yesterday about um Dirty. David French. Yep. Uh-huh. And uh, I was thinking about, you know, like what happened to David French? Yeah. You know, one of the things that sticks in my mind, we actually asked him about this when we did that three hour interview with him in uh in Tennessee Nashville um a few years ago. Um you know, he went on and on for months about Game of Thrones being yeah. his favorite yep. show. Yep. yep. Uh-huh. You know, Demoralization. I, I, like, I, oh, my goodness, uh-huh. Pastor. We, we've talked about Trump doing something to him. We hit him up on that very topic. But, but I, I honestly wonder how much he got demoralized. He got yeah. he, he got he got um, drugged down because of the fact that he, he was going on and on about how great this pornographic yep. Um, we actually hit him up on that and, topic. And we talked to him about it. We yeah. actually brought it up. We're like, how is it, you know, how is this okay for you to be celebrating this without, I mean, okay, are you watching it on Vid, Vid Angel or something? Or, yeah. I mean, he said nothing about this. And he, and he says, oh, just. That. No, he defended it as he, art. Yeah, he was like, I Remember, think it's we art, got to the art it's discussion. It's artistic and I, it doesn't bother me. Yeah. It, didn't, it doesn't cause me to. I think it's screwed, I think it screwed you up. And, well, remember, we brought up the fact that we made we drew the comparison between Game of Thrones. You support Game of Thrones. You endorse Game of Thrones. And yet you're judging Christians for endorsing Trump. Right. Why do you. Right. Where's your standard right. here? You're watching shows that the actresses later on talked about. Um, getting drunk in the woman's getting, bathroom right. before be she went to out do to do that rape scene. In order to get raped on TV. Yeah. And you're watching it. You right. don't you don't get to those positions afar, apart from first losing the, the your moral values. That's right. You don't get right. there. Losing right. something, but it, so but, it, but it degrades you. Yes. That, that's the thing is. So you can you, 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 uh, people don't understand how. I mean, it really is like um, you can you can be corrupted by these things. You yeah. can you can be poisoned by these things, and they move you. They take mm-hmm. you places, and then you wake up, and then you're there. Defending gay mirage like it's even, normal, and you wouldn't have did that. Um, and and that's why the drag queen story hours matter. That's right. You know, that, that's why um, Christians um, need to keep standing up about public morality yeah. and public yeah. decency. The necess- because necessity of public because morality. these yeah. things corrupt society. They 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 corrupt uh, a culture, and that's what they're still. That's I mean that's what the drag queens are doing right now. Right. They're they're demoralizing on the that's, front that's end. That's exactly right. Um, still, yeah. and, because they're, they've got this train that they want to drive all the way down into pedophilia. All right. So before you play this next clip, keep in mind these names: David French, Martin Luther King Jr., you know Al Sharpton, you know all these Jamar Tisby, Jamar Tisby, all these public figures, yeah. Russell T- Moore, TGC. Woo. Roll the clip. Your leftists in, in the United States, all these professors and all these beautiful civil rights defenders, 
they are instrumental in the process of the of the uh, uh, subversion only to destabilize the nation when their job is completed they are not they are not needed anymore they know too much mm. some of them when when they get disillusioned when they see that marxist lenin has come to power the, obviously they get offended they think that they will come to power mm. that will never happen of course <laughs> they will be lined up against the wall and shot <laughs> but they may turn into the most bitter enemies of mm. marxist leninists when they come to power and that's what happened in nicaragua you remember most of these uh, former marxist leninists were either put to prison or one of them split and now he's working against Sandinistas. It happened in, in uh, uh, Grenada when Maurice Bishop was, he was already a Marxist, he was executed by, by a new Marxist who was more Marxist than this Marxist. <laughs> Same happened in Afghanistan when uh, first there was Taraki, he was killed by Amin, then Amin was killed by Babrak Karman with the help of KGB. Same <laughs> happened in, in Bangladesh when Mujibur Rahman, very pro-Soviet leftist, was assassinated by his own Marxist-Leninist military comrades. Wow. It's the same pattern everywhere. Incredible. R um, Robespierre. I was going to think yeah. this. We know the, this, The right? French Revolution, yeah. and then they beheaded him because nope. he wasn't radical enough. Yeah. Well, but, and you think of Venezuela. Every time they yeah. replace a, a worse yeah. communist leader no, with, a, with a Cuba, right. you know, you know Cuba, the, right. Fidel. The, the people who have been able to see this before it's gotten that crazy have been guys like Bill Maher, right, who sees that. Wait a second. I've told jokes I've been opposed to the right. Now I can't tell my jokes anymore. Dave Chappelle. Wait a second. I can't tell jokes, yeah. certain jokes about certain people anymore. Yeah. Um, there are a lot of people. Dave Rubin. It's like, wait a second. I can't have conversation with these people. They're yeah. able to see. Wait a second. The way this is going, if I'm going to be shut up. I'm going to be shot. I'm going to be yeah. shot be before this is all said. Yeah, shot. But absolutely. the only reason why they see that is they start feeling the knee on their neck. Right. Yeah, but that, most that's people on their big bottoms. On their big bottoms. The, 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 <laughs> most their very, very big bottoms. Have their bottoms <laughs> padded so well that they don't feel that, the that, kick. That's, that's, that's exactly right. But those guys at least but, feel it. But here's before we go into the psalm or the advent uh, for the day. Um, here's what kind of got me thinking about this clip was, um, you need to be mindful and prayerful that you aren't a tool. Oh. Right. That's I mean, good think game. of all the doctors under COVID right? that became tools game. for the. Yep. For the medical, right. for Fauci yeah, and all this stuff. But the only way you can do that, though, is if you have a very centered moral uh, understanding exactly. and, and yep. you're not compromised. Well, and you don't have any levers sin. on you. Yeah. You don't have any levers on you. And on the flip side, remember that Christianity really is the religion of forgiveness and grace, which yeah. means a whole bunch of those tools are going to repent, like Amen. you said. Yeah. Amen. They're gonna, Pray, praise be to God. And, and they're going to come back. And when they come back and they say, we were wrong, yep. you were right. I repent. Yep. I, they're I welcome. Yeah. Amen. They're Don't welcome back. That. They're yeah. welcome back. We, the, the, yeah. the, the soft leftists, the socialists, they're welcome yeah. back. Yeah. Come back. That's You're right. welcome. Christ has open arms. That's right, totally. Um, Don't forget. Mm. Okay. It's Beer and Psalms Wednesday. The psalm of the day is actually a very psalm-like hymn. It's an Advent hymn. Lo, he comes with clouds descending. I, th this is It's a long intro, but it's, it's a... Keep it. Well, go. Go. It's, it's, <laughs> I want to hear. I want to hear what you guys say about it. Wow. He's all turned up. Lowy comes with clouds descending, once for favored sinners slain. Thousand, thousand saints attending swell the triumph of his train. Alleluia, alleluia, alleluia. God appears on earth to reign. Every eye shall now behold him, robed in dreadful majesty. Those who set it not and sold him, pierced and nailed him to the tree, deeply wailing, deeply wailing, deeply wailing, shall the true Messiah see. Yea, amen. Let all adore him. High on thy eternal throne. Savior, take the power and glory. 
Claim the kingdom for thine own. Oh, come quickly. Oh, come quickly. Oh, come quickly. Alleluia. Come, Lord, come. I really love this setting, too. It's so regal. It's so yeah. royal. The trumpets. Uh, it feels like it's a triumphant processional marching. And there, there's this, there's, and it's, and it fits the words, the lyrics, because yeah. it's all about Christ coming. Yeah. Um, he, he's come. He comes. He will come. This is a great Advent hymn by, by Charles Wesley, by the way. Um, <laughs> Who was a Presbyterian. Yeah. And was also the youngest of 18 children. Um, really? So, uh, wow. Keep, so keep working on that. Advent means coming. And while the focus is on the coming of Christ at Bethlehem during Advent, this also reminds us that we serve the God who has always come. He came in the garden when Adam and Eve had sinned. Mm. He came in judgment at the flood. He came and called Abraham out of Ur. He came and wrestled Jacob and struck him so that he always limped after that. He came in the plagues on Egypt and delivered Israel to worship him at Mount That's Sinai. That's just got to be the greatest limp to ever have. Yeah. And he came down on that mountain with fire and thunder and gave his law and made covenant with his people. He came in sending judges and prophets to deliver and save and rebuke and remind his people of who he was and what they were called to be. But even after Jesus came and ascended into heaven, he came to his disciples in the Holy Spirit. Yes. He came and confronted Saul, breathing threats against his people on the road to Damascus. Why are you persecuting me? And he came in ministries and in the ministries of the apostles and evangelists and the gospel filled the Roman Empire. Jesus came and destroyed Jerusalem and the temple in 70 AD, just like he said he would. And he toppled all the other European nations and tribes as the gospel went forth in power and in word and in deed. The language of coming on clouds, which is how the, the hymn starts, initially goes back to Daniel who saw the vision of the Son of Man coming on clouds to the Ancient of Days. That's right. In fact, when Jesus quotes this in the Gospels, he's actually not talking about his second coming at the end of the history. He's talking about his ascension right. on clouds to the Father's right hand. Acts chapter 1. Now, here, Charles Wesley says descending, and that's fine, since Jesus did say that he would return in the same way that his disciples saw him leave. So one day he will return in person in the clouds. But at his ascension... The proof that Jesus was seated at the Father's right hand was the gift of the Holy Spirit at Pentecost. When the Spirit came and the gospel exploded in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and to the ends of the earth, it was proof that Jesus had sat down as king. So this is the spirit in which we celebrate Advent this year. Yeah, Our king right. reigns, and his conquest of the nations continues apace, and he must reign until all his enemies have been put beneath his feet. The kings and rulers continue to plot and scheme against the Lord and against his Messiah, but they can't reach him. And even if they could, there's nothing they could do. He is risen from the dead. He cannot die again. So whatever you're worried about today, whatever you're anxious about right now, the economy, Biden, COVID fascism, the Great Reset, politicians claiming to redefine what marriage is, remember what God is doing in heaven. He's laughing. Christ is risen and he reigns. And lo, he has come on the clouds and he will come on the clouds. He comes as we worship him, Lord's Day to Lord's Day. He comes as we pray to him with our families. And we pray that his kingdom would come and his will would be done on earth as it is in heaven. And that is a prayer that will be answered because Jesus taught us to pray it. And whatever Jesus asks of the Father will be given. Yes. Psalm 2 says that he asked for the nations as his inheritance. The ends of the earth is his possession. And so it's been done. He is on his high eternal throne and nothing can be done to shake him. So rejoice, prepare your celebrations, give generously, lift up your glasses. He comes, he comes, 
He surely comes. Amen. Amen. Here, here. Oh, I drank all my Cheers to the king. Cheers to the king. I feel God right there. I'll wash it out. You know what's funny is that we didn't actually organize. We never organized Wednesdays. Like, hey, this is going to be our show today, Pastor. Could you uh, write a little something on this? We never do it. It's always. It's just from the Lord. It just always comes together. I just think that's the spirit working right there. (laughs) If you're single, get married. If you're married, have you some kids. And if you have kids, go baptize them. Until tomorrow, love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Love your neighbor as yourself. Go fight, laugh, and feast. This is Cross Politic. Hi, I'm Robert Borton, CEO of Classical Conversations, the world's largest classical Christian homeschooling community. I'm launching a new podcast, Refining Rhetoric. If you like cross politics or just listen to hear what crazy stuff they're saying today, you will enjoy Refining Rhetoric. You can find us on your favorite podcast platform. I practice the 15 tools of learning by interviewing great guests, looking at current events, and talking about cryptocurrency.